Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Jess the Bling Realtor. Um, I'm stepping in for Linnea today. She mentioned that we were on the theme of Instagram, and that is one of the social media platforms that has done well for me. Um, and so I want this to be like a Q&A <clears throat> opportunity as well. So if you have any questions or uh, by show of hands, does anyone utilize Instagram or want to utilize Instagram? Perfect. Okay. We have a few people. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> um, all right. So um, does anyone have any experience with Instagram yet? I went viral for the first time last night. Oh, nice. What'd you go viral for? Uh, letting my, uh, taking my guineas back to their coop at night. <laughs> Your guinea pigs? My guinea hens. Guinea hens. Oh, how cool. Okay. And um, with going viral, was there anything in there about real estate or was it just about the guinea nope. hens? It was on my real estate page, but it was a 30 second clip. Um, just my guineas lead me back to the coop because they know they go home at night. And so it's just a funny little video. That's awesome. I really like that. And <clears throat> I found over the years experience with realtors that their pages are completely real estate related. And then I found some that have mostly real estate and a sprinkle of personal. So I think identifying first, which type of real or, uh, Instagram page you're going to want to have, is it going to be completely geared towards just real estate? Or do you want to do mostly real estate and some personal like Corona? I think that's amazing because it brings people to your page. Okay. Now yeah, you mine's can... about 50, 50. Yeah. 50, 50. What else do you post about? Um, I mean, I post about the market and, um, home buying tips and seller tips. And then I have a horse farm. So I, post about my Mustangs and my guineas and chickens and turkeys and cats and dogs. And, you know, of course mm -hmm. those get more hits, but I do a mix. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, and there's a, a great way that you can start retaining people. Now, quick question for you. When you went viral, did you receive any followers from that? Yeah. Um, a bunch though. They all look like they're in like, East Asia or something <laughs> like it's um definitely that's actually that. pretty common um, yeah it went viral in a very specific area it seemed like um but yeah I got more followers I got some messages but they seemed kind of spammy um but yeah it was um funny because like usually I get you know just a few hits but last night every five minutes I was getting <clears throat> two to three more likes Gotcha. That's really cool. Now that's a perfect segue actually into um, insights. So when you post on TikTok or on Reels, right now what's happening is Reels on Instagram, they are, I'm going to say this based off of my observations. Could I be wrong? Sure. But I believe that Instagram Reels are in direct competition with TikTok. And the reason that I say that is Instagram is a bit delayed. It's like two or three weeks delayed um, from TikTok trends. Okay, so when 
Instagram first came out, it was all about pictures and the aesthetics and selling like this luxury or like authenticity of yourself. And now I think because TikTok has um, almost double to quadruple the amount of watch time, Instagram is trying to retain more of the users by implementing more of the reels. So if you're going to post onto Instagram now, I think videos excel better than photos. Would anyone agree? Okay, perfect. I'm getting a lot of head nods. Yep, and a thumbs up. Thank you, Lenny. (laughs) Um, And so that said, if you're going to invest energy into Instagram, I'd say 80 to 90% of your content should be videos, some uh, form or fashion. And on top of that, the attention span that we have as humans, especially with so much social media at our fingertips, is you're going to want those videos to be powerful and a minute or less. Okay, so whatever you're you're bringing in, you want to make sure that you have a problem that you're solving, doing a quick intro of yourself, and if you can, certain transitions. Okay, not everyone can do the transitions and that's okay, but the first three seconds you need to capture their attention with a problem. Okay. Oh, Ashley, you have your hand up. You have a question? Yes. Thank you for stepping in. Um, I do have a question. I noticed, is it true that if you take your TikTok and put it on Instagram reels, is it um, a lag? Is there a lag? Because I've done that. Oh, yeah. That's a great question. Okay. And, and, um, does it get more views if you just do a reel through Instagram? I feel like my Instagram reels, though, I, I just started, but I feel when I I see other people's Instagram reels, their uh, quality isn't the HD camera. The camera is just not good. You could t- it just looks like a bad video, and I don't know if that's just my computer, or my phone, or what. But those are just what I want to know. <laughs> no, fair enough. Um, so what? I'm hearing you say is you definitely do not want to recycle a video from TikTok and put it on reels. It will not get the same amount of views. Now there is a a solution to that. And I've, this is only one way there could be others, but this is what I found works for me. Now there could be a delay. It's really hit or miss. It depends on the sound that you use on TikTok. Um, I've tried to work around it. And in certain situations, if it's just really ugly, I just do it again on Reels. But if it's okay, there is an app called SnapTick. SnapTick and what's the other one? TickSave. Those are the two where I record into TikTok, allow it to post, and then I'll go into TikTok and hit copy link. And then go into one of these apps and it removes the watermark for me. So if you're in the beginning and you're trying to be consistent, yes, I would say just post the TikTok to Instagram. However, you're not going to get the same reach and following as you would with a a video that does not have the TikTok logo on it. Okay. Awesome. That makes complete sense. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, So the minute or less... As I mentioned, we want to make sure that we're captivating people in like the first few seconds to draw them in. And then you want to pose for a solution that is very vague. You do want them to reach out to you um, and provide them more detail. Okay. 
Um, the other thing that's really important, and I don't know if you all know this, does anyone know what a trending sound in is or how to identify what a trending sound is? By show of hands, can you can I see who knows what a trending sound is? Thumbs down. Okay, Lana gave me thumbs down. Danella said yes. And then we got a couple. Linnea went over that last week of like identifying the what the little symbol at the bottom for trending. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to go over it one more time because there were a few people that didn't know what it was. Um, so a trending sound is pretty much exactly that. It's a sound that's that's really popular right now on Instagram. And the way that you identify is you can go to the sound. And if you look at the top, you'll see an arrow that's pointing up to let you know that that's, that sound is trending. So your goal, if possible, is to map out your week or the next three days or however many days in advance you want to get your content ready with those trending sounds and get it posted because that also shoots you up to the top of the algorithm so that you get more views from people. Okay. Um, captions, if possible, if you don't want to put full captions on the video, that's okay. I would say whatever the problem, the problem is that you're going to be addressing in that video, get those, that verbiage on the screen immediately. <clears throat> um, and then if you can, the rest of the video, great. If not all of the pain points and then like some of the highlights of the solution. Um, good lighting and aesthetics. That's extremely important now. It wasn't, it was in the past, but like even more now um, to, was it Karuna or no, it was someone else that just, um, where'd she go? I don't see her on here. Uh, was it Ashley? Ashley, you mentioned like some videos not having good quality, right? Yeah. And so... <laughs> Sometimes it's because people just have really old cell phones and they're posting consistently. So you're seeing those videos, which is great. Um, and if it's not because it's an old cell phone, it's probably poor lighting. So the benefit that I or the thing that I will ask of you is if you're going to post, I want you to just get in the habit of consistently posting. And if you're in a position to be able to control the lighting or edit the video so that it looks really bright and nice, that also enhances the algorithm and um, traffic to your videos. Okay. Um, another thing too, is we talked about the captions on the video and what I mean are like the, um, like the actual dialogue when you're, you're talking that it's, it's capturing that like your script. Um, but the other thing too is you'll notice that the aesthetic on some people's pages is they'll have a bubble because when you're you're creating a reel, they give you an option to choose what your profile grid will be. So like your thumbnail, your snapshot. So when people are coming to your page, they can see like um, home buyer or what, what would be a good example? Down payment assistance programs they would see that if I click on this video, we're gonna talk about down payment assistance programs or relocation services, like need to sell your house and need to relocate. They'll see that those videos, that actually makes a difference on your page as well. Um, and that you don't have to have on the full minute of the video, you can just have it for the first five seconds. And when you're editing your profile grid, um, you can just make sure that it is in fact inside of the grid because though the thumbnail will show you the whole thumbnail, when you click on the profile grid option, you'll see that it's just a square. And you'll want to make sure that you have your caption plus your face in that bubble. Does that make sense? 
Perfect. Um, and then lastly, hashtags. Um, you're going to want to play around with hashtags. Um, you'll notice that when you use hashtags like realtor, real estate, you're going to get a bunch of agents, which I mean, if you're, you want to grow your, your rev share for sure, like that's beneficial. Um, but if you're looking to attract more home buyers, you're going to want to hone in on different hashtags. And I would say to definitely identify like what cities you're in so that you can figure out what hashtags work for you. Um, has anyone looked up hashtags on the desktop version of Instagram? My show of hands, nobody? Okay, so there's a cool tool that you can do um, where you can go on your desktop and log into your Instagram account. And at the top, the, the goal is you're going to want to find some hashtags that have like the low millions of views. But most importantly, you're going to want to find hashtags that have hundreds of thousands or thousands of views, because then that puts you in a nichier algorithm. So the higher number hashtags, like the hundreds of thousands of millions, will get you in front of the popular algorithm. And then honing in on and finding the hashtags that have the lower hundreds of thousands and like thousands uh, will put you in front of a nichier group. So finding things like, um, as an example, I live in the city of Fremont and I cover the entire Bay Area. Um, I'll type in Fremont, California, uh, Fremont Realtor. So it's not just real estate agent. It's not just Bay Area realtor. I'll have that on a larger scale, but then I get more specific to hone in. First time home buyer, millennial home buyer, um, Fremont home tours. So you want to niche it down a little bit. So then that way you can get more traction from the right people as well, because um, having viral videos is amazing and it brings more people to your page and you want to ride that wave. And so that brings me to my next point of consistency. When you're posting these reels, posting at least three to five times a week is going to grow your followers. If you're doing those following things that we talked about with the good lighting, with having the captions, with, with posting consistently, with adjusting your hashtags. And from there, your consistency, um, you'll start to see insights. What insights are, are how your video is being viewed. Um, in Karuna's case, she said she got a lot of people from South Asia, which is pretty common. Actually, one of my really good girlfriends just started an Instagram page. It's not about real estate. It's about plants. Who would have thought that so many people like plants? She started it in less than five months and she's already grown her page to over 70,000 people. And all of her people are in Croatia. It's really weird. There's like a high percentage of people are in Croatia. So you'll start to see in those insights where your people are coming from, which is why it's important to hone in on more community hashtags as well, because you want to draw in those people and they want to see you consistently as, um, as well. Does that make sense? Perfect. Um, do you all have any questions? No questions. All right. Has I just, can I ask a quick question? Sorry. And I'm so sorry. I jumped on late. I got a call that I had to take. No, that's good. We'll take Angel and then we'll take Isabel. Thank you for doing this, by the way. Yeah, so what, um, when you said, like when you're trying to niche down on the hashtags, I just jumped in on that part. What, how many, how many um, users are you looking for? Ideally? Um, I don't know what about users. I mean, yeah. the count. Yeah, yeah. You want to look at a few hundred thousand and less. So I would say anything between 5,000 
and maybe 250,000. Perfect. That would be a good niche number to take a look at. And um, I don't think I can share my screen, but if you go to Instagram uh, on your desktop, there's the same way that you search for people is the same way that you can search for hashtags. And like, let's say you type in Bay Area Realtor, it'll tell you how many um, views or how many posts there are. And so like, if that one has 75,000, then we know, okay, let's go ahead and grab that one. Got it. The meta plan, the planner where you schedule your posts, you can schedule for Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they have a thing now where it, you have a menu of hashtags and it shows all the ones you've used, but you can also search for hashtags from that platform. And it's the easiest way I've found to look through hashtags because they set it up really nicely for you there to just look at all the like trending hashtags does it show you how many people have posted with those hashtags yeah yeah oh wonderful okay and so you said how do you find that in the the yeah um how do you find that I'm always like where is this I save it I keep the tab up now but if you go into your meta business suite and then you go to the planner you can schedule a post or create a post and then um it'll pop up there then you in the box where you write your text there's a little hashtag on the right top corner you click on that and it just says like you can just check boxes you can go through hundreds of hashtags and just check which ones you want are these hashtags for what are they Hashtags for Instagram or for Facebook? Both. Okay. Facebook you, doesn't really can do I share my screen? Can um, I, share? I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'll take a screenshot, but it shows you like, okay, so some trending hashtags are messy hair, don't care. There's 588,000 posts on Facebook and okay. 2 million posts on Instagram. There's Kane Brown, 85,000 posts on Facebook and 235,000 posts on Instagram. So it shows you all those. You can check them if you want to add them or you can save them with a little their little ribbon to save. And then, then you can, that's what's trending. And then you can click on recent and it shows you all the ones you've used recently. So if you want to keep using them. And then it shows, then there's a section that's for saved for all the hashtags you've saved. So they make it super easy. And I love it so much because <laughs> I used to hate trying to figure out hashtags and this just makes it like very streamlined. So Aruna, is this in creating studio? I guess so. It's meta business suite in the planner. Yeah. I mean, when you look um, on the top HPP. Um, no, it's business business.facebook.com. Okay. Slash latest slash content calendar. Let me see if I can. Yeah, it won't let me allow you to share your screen. I would have loved to see that. Um, okay, so the good news is there's multiple ways to to take a look at it. And I think that ideally just finding those hashtags that are going to scale you down. You want the ones that are quite popular with millions and you also want the ones that are a bit more focused. Um, and I think through that, um, 
that has been really helpful for me. Um, and in addition to that, um, what I've also learned just over the course of looking at other um, top producing realtors that are really using Instagram as a benefit um, or like a lead generation source, I've noticed that there are things that I'll see like in the post, the caption of the post, it'll say, here's the problem, here's the solution, here's my real estate information. And just above real estate information, the most helpful things that I found are, um, I've been putting in, um, send me the word home, and I can give you like the top three reasons to buy a house now. And then under that, I'll put with the finger emoji, because people love emojis, pointing to go follow at Jessabling Realtor. And I found like between that, I'm getting about 10 to 20 uh, followers a day every time I post, which may not sound like a lot to some people, but I have about 3,600-ish followers on Instagram. And it's been growing slowly and steady. And that's what's important to me is the people that are engaging, the people that are responding. Um, I'm, not, I'm not so much only concerned on the amount of followers, but the quality of what it is that I'm attracting to myself. And because I've honed in and I'm looking to do more business primarily in the city and surrounding cities that I live in, um, I think the traction has become a little bit less, but I'm starting to see more and more people from my community, uh, which is good for me overall. Um, but I, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to cover that. And then the last thing is, um, does anyone reach out to or message people on Instagram for business? No one. Oh, I see one. Uh, Joshua. Oh, Isabel, you had a question, didn't you? I just looked at your thumbnail. Yes, you had I, yes right. I had a question. Yeah. How you're talking about. Um, when you're talking about real estate and you're, um, uh, you know, talking about the problem and bring a solution, when you deal with those type of reels, do you put music behind them or you just just do your original voice or what do you do in that situation? That's a good question. I'm sorry. I didn't make that clear earlier. So, yes, you're correct. You, the trending sound that I was referring to is what you want playing very low in the background, um, like so low. I literally put it. I think there's one out of 100 on the scale. I put it on two. Usually two is great because you can barely hear it in the background, but Instagram will recognize it in the algorithm that you're using that trending sound. Plus, it'll make people more inclined to want to listen to your video um, when they hear that sound because it's popular. Okay. Um, the other thing that, uh, thank you for that question, Isabel. I'm sorry about that. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention too is with Instagram messaging. This is also something that I've seen some top, um, some top business people, not just real estate, but I follow a lot of people about business and financial literacy. Um, when I follow them, I get a message like less than 24 hours later that says, thank you so much for liking my post or for following my page. Uh, this is literally something that I'm going to start um, implementing as of today. Thank you so much for liking my page or liking blah, blah, blah post. What real estate questions or what questions can I answer for you about real estate? Or do you have home buying questions? Like I need to figure out what my blurb is going to be. So anyone that's following me, I'm immediately connecting with them because obviously they followed me for a reason. Now, if they respond, it's up to them. Does it go to spam? We don't know. But I want to start implementing that because the way that I look at it is... If these top people on Instagram are doing this, there's a reason that they're doing it. So there's that. And then uh, there was a point in time. So last year, 
in December to January and February, I was hit with a high level of depression. Um, very odd for me. I'm usually really good at bouncing back and identifying the cues of my body of like when I need to meditate, when I need to, you know, reel it in, work out, whatever. For some reason, I couldn't shake this feeling. I think it's some PTSD from um, COVID and being on lockdown because I'm a selective extrovert and I love being around good people. And I, I didn't have that. My dance classes went away. A lot of things happened. And I was finally, um, I think, mourning and allowing myself to feel that. The reason I bring that up is because um, we know what we do in real estate today doesn't matter for 60 to 90 days, right? We all know that. So March, April, May were extremely slow months for me. Even with getting out there and then the market shifted and then the interest rates went up and then all of these things were happening. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? With Instagram and Facebook, my business had become 100% referral based through my sphere only. And because of all of these changes, that kind of slowed down a little bit because I was dependent on that. As realtors, we know that we should have at least three to four ways to lead generate. And that's the primary reason is because sometimes things happen. But I take it upon myself to... I still hit my goal every week with my business coach. And so what I ended up doing with Instagram is um, I formatted a very authentic, vulnerable message to my sphere. Hey, I have an aggressive goal. I was experiencing some depression earlier in the year and I still want to hit my goal because I have a promise to keep to myself and to the community. That said, what questions can I answer for you or anyone you know about real estate? It was along those lines. And I was on my desktop version and I sent it out every day. I have about eight or 900 people I'm following out of the eight and 900, probably 500 of them are like personal sphere people. Um, and so every night, I would just send that message and I would uh, personalize it. Like if I were sending it to Ashley, I would say, Hey, Ashley, it's Jess or Hey friend, because I call people friend on social media. You want it to sound like yourself. And from there, I think I did that like three or four nights in a row. And I ended up getting 20 different leads from it. All of which are different like timeframes, right? Some will be tomorrow. Some will be in two years. Some will be in a year, but it showed me multiple times. And especially in that time that there is a lot of power in your sphere when you say the right things and when you show vulnerability. So I think Karuna mentioned there was a hashtag about messy hair. Don't care. Even if you show up with messy hair and you're creating content and coming from a place of contribution, you will still get views. Post the video. Stop being afraid of getting out there. We all have things we don't like about ourselves. I was teased tremendously about how pointy my nose are, or nose was and how big my ears are and all kinds of stuff in school. And do you think that I care because none of those comments bring me money? Or maybe they do because they bring me views. But I have yet to have one person say anything about that. So like our deepest, darkest fears, we're projecting onto other people and we assume other people are going to see that or want to make fun of us for it. It comes with social media. You do have those trolls here and there that will say something. And did you get referrals from it? Because that's what we're here for. And I think I got a question in the chat. Oh, the best way to connect with me, uh, a couple of people are asking. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Jess the Bling Realtor. Um, actually, everywhere. TikTok, um, I believe YouTube, my Facebook page is all Just the Bling Realtor. Um, that was something gimmicky that my clients a couple years back. So I've been in real estate almost five to six years now. 
And in the beginning, I was Jessica Williams. And when you Google Jessica Williams Realtor, there were so many people that came up. And uh, right around COVID time was when I truly started to embrace my crazy shiny nails and my crazy blingy hoops that I wear all the time, my crazy shiny clothing. And that's where Just the Bling Realtor was born. And I feel like my confidence has shot through the roof even more because now I've always been professional and myself, but just a bit more filtered. And now when I show up in a room, I show up exactly like myself. I do not dim my light for anyone. When I show up on video, I am myself. My QR code for every marketing piece that I have connects to my Instagram. It connects to my YouTube. It connects to everything. So when people are like, I want to connect with you, I tell them, go watch some of the videos first. I want you to see the type of person that you're working with. And if this works for you, that same QR code, there's a Calendly link. Please feel free to make an appointment with me. I don't, I no longer want to do business with anyone that I have to shield my personality from. So all that to say, I own the hell out of just the bling realtor. My car is blingy. I'm on the fence about getting a dog that will probably be named bling. And I will have a bling collar and bling bows and bling everything. Cause bling is amazing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, Anthony, you have a question. Well, more of a statement, Jess, I think that's awesome um, because you're being very authentic and you're showing up as who you are. And sometimes as realtors, I think we kind of pull back from that. And I know me, I used to be a police officer some years back. And when I first got into real estate, I was embarrassed to show me, right? Mm -hmm. So what you're saying right there is really encouraging because oftentimes we want to hold back, you know, who we are and how we show up. And I think that's what's going to make you different, you know, when you show up who you are and you're going to attract I mean, you are who you are and you're going to attract those who are supposed to work with you. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And I will figure out a way that you can link both of those together. Use that as, as one of your hashtags. I don't know how, because I can't think on the spot like this, but I'm just letting you know, like figure out a hashtag or something that you can use to your benefit. And yes, you will lose people that don't want to work with you because of it, but you will gain so many more that want to. There was one of my real estate coaches um, in the past had this lady that um, owned a gun shop and was like really gung-ho about guns and all of that. And I respect it. Like if that's whatever state she was in, that was a really big deal. And so she finally started putting on um, like gun safety classes and she would promote her real estate there. So whatever you're going to do, just own it. Be your authentic self and the people will come because they're attracted to your authenticity. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for your, your service as a police officer. Um, Petya, is that how you pronounce it? Did I say yes. that right? Cor yeah. Yes, correct. Um, actually, you just answered my question. I just wanted to be clear because you mentioned your friend with the plants and I'm plant addict. So <laughs> I just wanted to see if I can mix my hashtags, for example, you know, let's say plant addict and, uh, you know, first time buyer or something like that. Is it a good tactic or no? You can do first time home buyer. That's one that I use. It's one of the larger because a lot of people post that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not it's not a bad thing. Maybe home buyer tips or first time home buyer tips. That but I can I can put them in the same post. Let's say a plant addict, or if I post my plants or something, I can mix the different. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, because you want to bring those people to your page, and they're going to okay. click on it. And most people either they'll exit out or they'll look and see why did she use this hashtag but it'll at least bring people to your page to look at, to give, give you the option or give them the option. Yeah. Okay. 
And I'm glad that you're saying about the blink because usually I'm loud. I laugh loud. I I speak loudly. <laughs> just you know. But my husband is the opposite, and he's always like, "Be quiet. People are watching us." Or uh, but you know, I'm like, it is what it is. And you know, we had this conversation like maybe these people won't like you. I'm like, I don't really care. I won't like them either. You know why? I mean, it's not that I don't like quiet people, but I'm not quiet myself. So, <laughs> well, I want to share something with you that I learned about the human psychology. Um, there's a reason that opposites attract. Oftentimes in our partners, we are attracted to things that they are opposite of us. And even if it gets on our nerves, we subconsciously wish that we can embody a percentage of those opposites. Like I'm such a go, I don't take no for an answer. I'm such a, like, I am a a very, I have masculine tendencies, you know, and I'm a leader and I do all of these things. And my husband, who's amazing, he's more laxed and carefree. And so he's always like, no, you don't have to keep like, if somebody said no, like, why do you keep going? And I'm like, because their no is just their no. That's not my no. Yeah. But I do embody sometimes and wish I could be more carefree like he is. But sometimes I'm like, why are you so carefree? Why don't you care as much? But ironically, there's something about that opposite where we we subconsciously want to be that um, a portion of our, our partner's opposite. Um, but if you can get that laugh on camera. What's that girl? Does uh, anybody watch Ridiculousness on MTV? No. Chanel West Coast laughs. OK, so Ashley's nodding her head. Chanel West Coast laughs like a chipmunk. (laughs) And for the longest, like I couldn't watch the show because it was annoying. And then after a while, it just grew on me. And now people know her as that. And again, there will be some people that hate it and there will be some people that love it. We are not here for the people that hate it. Yeah. So if you can capture that laugh, definitely that could be a signature for you. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I definitely heard that I'm very strong opinionated. So, you know, sometimes I'm trying to hold it back. <laughs> Whatever you do, own it. Just own it. You're going to okay. you're gonna probably piss people off and that's okay. But just own it. Because I'm very passionate. If I believe in something, I will try to, it's not to convince people, but you know what I'm saying is like, trust me, there is another side of the coin. You know what I'm saying is mm-hmm. there is another Thing, just try at least to listen try it if you disagree after that you know that's fine but at least try whatever <laughs> we'll talk about well there's a, i've learned that as people we all need something to believe in whether it's plants and this is no disrespect to anyone whether it's religion whether it's plants whether it's it's anything i mean what's what's the the nazi guy what's his name i'm drawing a blank he had all these people believing in his vision Right. And I'm, I'm not comparing what you're doing to that, but I'm just saying, just enjoy whatever it is, just own it. And you're following what will, will follow what they'll find you. Okay. All right. You. You're welcome. Good luck. And I want to see your laugh. If you're on Instagram, follow me so I can follow you back. You will. <laughs> I just, I just follow you and your car is sick. If this is your car, I love it. <laughs> your car is sick. <laughs> thank you. All right, Kat, thank you for your patience. Thank you. Um, my question is, um, do you find it um, better, easier, what have you, to post through Creator Studio or to use the app and do it on your phone? Do you notice a difference or is one easier than the other? Or I personally, I just use my phone. Um, I don't go through the Creator Studio and plan it in advance. I could see the benefits of doing it for sure. But I just, um, I'll create the reel add the captions, add everything else. And then I just save it as a draft. 
So it'll immediately um, post to my Instagram. Now, me personally, videos don't do as well for me on Facebook. Therefore, that's why I don't overlap the two. I stick with video on um, TikTok and Instagram. But that's just my own experience. Maybe yours will be different. But on my Just the Bling Realtor real estate page, photos seem to do better. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Any other questions? No, I think we're good. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, I hope you follow me. I will follow you back. And if you have any other questions, you can reach me on social media. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll see you later. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.